Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You Is Killing Me podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author and founder of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. This podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, take back your power, and live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. Since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing you can do is take back your power and focus on you. I believe happiness, joy, and well-being is available to anyone. So the thoughts and perspectives I share here on the show are my own and those of the guests on the show. If you ever hear anything that feels harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and I'm open to being better and value any feedback and the permission to be human. That said, always take what you love, what feels good and leave the rest The conversations and tools I'll share here will give you everything you need to figure out exactly how to navigate addiction, put yourself first, and how to build resilience for your well-being in a way that feels really, really good. I use these tools to take back the power in my life to build my strength back up and restore peace. And I teach my clients how to create their own version of a life where they can tap into their power and restore their happiness. My goal is for you to listen and leave saying, why is this the only family or spouse support system that doesn't make you feel like you're the problem? And it feels so energizing, empowering, and uplifting thinking that you're not going crazy after all. I am here for you. Finally, please know you are not alone and you are worthy of prioritizing your well-being. So let's jump into the show. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing as good as can be. And I always say that I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, but I am so grateful that you are here and that we found each other. And I just wanted to say, oftentimes I just... I felt like I was carrying the weight of the world when I was in the muck of loving someone with an addiction. I carried such a burden. I have to say I carried this burden I like well after I kept carrying this burden on my shoulders, even after he left. And so I wanted to do a podcast on basically that letting you know that this is not your burden to carry, that their addiction 
is basically what, what happens is that when we start carrying the burden of their addiction, it becomes what I call secondhand responsibility or secondhand shame, secondhand embarrassment, secondhand all this stuff because of their addiction. And so their addiction, you know what, can actually make us mentally, emotionally, and physically sick. It makes us feel so stressed out at times. And I remember making actual excuses to my friends and to my family. And I even made excuses to my children at times. And I remember carrying this burden, his struggle, his addiction. I was the brunt of it. I basically was keeping the house together. I basically was, you know, doing everything I can to try and get his health back to normal. I was doing everything to just keep keep things together. I had the secondhand responsibility of his addiction and I took it on like it was my own problem. And a lot of the time, actually, when I, when he was in active addiction, I didn't know what I was dealing with. So I was acting in a way that many loving people would act. And I was taking on, you know, taking care of him. I was trying to figure out why is he not eating? Why is he not sleeping? Why is he so up and down in his moods and so angry? Like, so before I even knew about the addiction, I took on this burden and um, I had loads of this, you know, secondhand shame and secondhand responsibility. And I'm here to tell you that just because you love someone with an addiction or that you have lost someone to addiction, I am so tired of us being told that we are sick too, or that we are codependent, or we are addicted to our addict, or that we, you know, that we have, we're just as much as the problem, or we need to work our own recovery. I am here to say, no, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want you to get that message. I want to reverse that. I want to challenge that because all you're doing is you are taking on the burden of someone else's addiction. You are taking on secondhand responsibility. You are taking on and you're doing what any loved one would do. You are literally stepping up and you're trying to help and you're trying to save and you're trying to, you know, do what you can because you love them because you love them. And I was doing the exact same thing. So I don't want you for a second to feel like you're sick, like that you're the problem or that, you know, this label of codependency is slapped on you or that you, that you're told that you're addicted to your addict is such strong language. So we do all that because we love them or in my case, loved them. So I'm here to just, you know, talk to you about this because I, the today's message is just all about, I don't want you to feel that this is your burden to carry, that you no longer have to carry this burden and that you no longer need to take on this secondhand struggle. Um, you know, and if you, if you're doing this too, if you're, you know, you're loving someone and you're taking on their addiction, um, in the form of secondhand shame or secondhand responsibility, or you're, you're holding the weight of the world on your shoulders because, of the burden that is presented to you because of addiction. First of all, 
I want to send you a huge hug. I want to let you know that you're not alone. I'm letting you know that you are doing this because you love them, because you love the person that they used to be, perhaps, or that you're hoping that that person will come back. You're just, you're, gra- you're like kind of thrown into it, throwing in, thrown into this world of um, addiction. And this is so hard. It's so, so hard. So first of all, start with self-compassion and don't take on those labels. And I'm here to just kind of say, no, we're just basically doing, you know, we are taking on the burden um, and that this is secondhand responsibility. So what I want to talk to you in my message today is that, um, my message is, is that it, this is not your burden to carry, that you do not need to endure secondhand responsibility and to remember that, you know what, you cannot help them. You cannot help them. All you can do is help yourself. All you can do, they need to help themselves. And I know you've heard the three C's, the typical three C's. You didn't cause it. You can't control it. You can't cure it. And this is true. Now, this is so hard to accept, right? And so what happens is, is that, first of all, give yourself love for taking on that burden, taking on that secondhand responsibility. Um, So the one thing I can say is that when we do that, when we take on their burden, it is so hard. And I know for me, I stayed in that muck for probably way longer than I should have, right? I was so concerned about his mental health that I put my mental health on the back burner. I literally put myself up on a shelf while I was like trying to navigate that burden and it destroyed me. It destroyed me. And I know from all the people in this group and this community and and people who've reached out to me and my clients that it does. That weight and that burden um, is so hard. It's so devastatingly hard. And we lose ourselves, and we have so much pressure from the secondhand responsibility that it can leave us mentally, emotionally, and physically wounded. The trauma alone that comes with, you know, loving or losing someone to addiction is so devastating. So the number one thing we need to do is that recognize that they are on their own path, that they're the only people that can save themselves. So, you know, my, the name of the podcast and the community and my book and everything is saving you is quite literally killing me. And that's why that title is so powerful because that's what happens. That's what happens is that we take on that burden. We take on this burden and then it literally destroys us in the process. So I want you to know that addiction is selfish. Addiction is self-centered. Addiction is an illness. It is something that we cannot control, that we cannot, there's nothing we can do They literally have to save themselves. And so that's why when you squint and you look at the cover of my book or anywhere I can do it in branding is that saving me is the the biggest pronounced words because that is all we can do. So addiction is not our burden to carry. 
It's not. And so they are going to do everything to protect their addiction. That is one thing that I want you to know when they're in active addiction, they will protect their addiction. And they can only care for them. They will only care for themselves. They're very selfish. They are self-centered. We call it addiction-induced narcissism where they're completely focused on themselves and their own needs. And they basically, your needs are not important to them. So they'll destroy everything in their path to, to serve their addiction, to put their addiction first. So saving them will eventually kill us. It literally depletes us and and drains us. And so, and that's the truth, right? And their journey and their roller coaster is their roller coaster is their journey. It's up to us to decide, are we going to get on that roller coaster? Are we going to stay on the merry-go-round? Are we going to, you know, like be sit in the line of fire or are we going to remove ourselves from that? Are we going to, and I don't mean that I'm not advocating for staying or going. If you're in a relationship, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about removing the burden off your shoulders, no longer taking that, which is not your burden and letting them manage it themselves, deal with it, love from a distance to save ourselves. We need to save ourselves and put ourselves first. That's why I created that whole me first challenge in our group. And you can still join the me first challenge, by the way, if it's 30 days, you don't have to do them consecutively. You could even do like five days. You can still join. You can get the ebook and the printable calendar and just It's just about putting yourself first. It's putting yourself on the top of the totem pole. It's prioritizing your well-being. And you can grab that at the website at savingyouiskillingme.com. It's free and uh, it's a wonderful way to get started with putting yourself first. So the idea here is that your addicted loved one is going to protect their addiction no matter what. They are going to focus on that. So you can kind of know when you are putting someone else's, you're taking on that burden or you're putting someone else's, you know, addiction above you, their needs above you is basically, it's the moment that maybe you are coming up with excuses for them. Maybe you're rationalizing, maybe you're explaining it away. Maybe you're in a bit of denial or questioning that is there really a problem here when there clearly is, or maybe you're telling yourself it will get better. It will get better. Maybe um, you're letting typical boundaries get crossed. I remember, I remember thinking that if I was a fly on the wall looking in, or if I just started dating this person, I would never, 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 never tolerate the way this person is treating me. I would never tolerate what's going on in my life right now. Um, And it's just amazing that these typical boundaries get crossed. So you kind of know that you're carrying the burden of someone else's addiction, or um, you're becoming and, and, and I know they say like, we're becoming sick too. It's like, that's a concept of that we're sick as well, but it's this idea that it's destroying us and it's destroying our normal, um, boundary setting and our normal ability to take good care of ourselves um, because we are putting someone else's addiction or someone else's needs and problems above our own needs and well-being. And so again, that fly on the wall situation, right? Do you find yourself in that? 
or um, maybe you feel exhausted, right? And you feel like your world is revolving around the attic in your life or your mind is completely on them and concerned with them. I know that was for me. I'd be like constantly thinking like, how can I raise his immune system? Like how, what supplements can I buy him? You know, what Vicks Vapor Rub can I rub to help him with his chronic sinus infection? Or, you know, meanwhile, I was like cleaning blood stains off his pillow because his nose was bleeding and running while he was sleeping. Oh my gosh. It's just, you know, you know that you're languishing. You know that you are like someone else is causing you to struggle. Someone else's behavior is causing you to just languish, to just not be flourishing, to, you know, to just, you can feel yourself going a downward spiral. These are the moments, right? That you know that you're taking on someone else's burden, someone else's problem, and it's actually affecting you very negatively. So we're not saying that you're sick. We're not going to label you with um, the strong language of you're a codependent where, you know, we don't want to like point the finger at you. You're addicted to your addict but you're acting in a loving way, any way that someone would act when they love someone. So first of all, you're not sick. You're not sick. You're not sick. I want you to receive that message because I swear that's the one thing that used to bug me so much. It still bothers me is that we're already going through so much. When you love someone with an addiction, it is so hard and it hurts and it's devastating and it's challenging. Or when you've lost someone to addiction like me, it's like the saddest thing ever. And it's like, I mean, I lost his physical death. I always say, but before he actually left, I mourned the loss of someone that was still alive. And because he was no longer in there. I'm like, are you in there? Like, what did you do with him? Where did he go? Like, he just wasn't there anymore. Empty vessel of a human. And so I want you to know from my heart to yours that you are not sick, that you are doing what anyone would do when they love someone, right? You are caring for them. But what happens is, is when we're taking on that burden, this is not our burden to carry. Addiction is something that we have zero control over, that we cannot, we didn't cause it. That's the first thing. Don't blame yourself ever, ever, ever. And you can't control that person or their addiction. And they're going to put themselves first. So we need to look inside and remember that, it's not your burden to carry. This is secondhand struggle from addiction, right? And I'm not saying that we're not going to have trauma, that we don't have upset, that we're not, you know, that we're like traumatized from loving someone with addiction. Maybe you feel all the emotions of anger, frustration, and maybe you're languishing, or maybe you're even feeling anxiety and depression. And, and, and so there are things that come along with the world of loving someone with an addiction or losing someone to addiction. So in that regards, we might be feeling, you know, that turmoil, ment turmoil mentally, emotionally, physically, and, and just on all levels. We're caught in the line of fire. So yes, that might need attention. So we're caught in the line of, line of fire. So here's a new perspective for, about kind of in the long lines of this, like this sick, you know, feeling like, you know, this sick perspective, right? So they are sick. So not, not necessarily us, although we might have some, you know, trauma and struggle and like things going on that maybe need our attention as a result of loving someone with an addiction, I want you to remember that 
they are sick. They are sick. They have an addiction and they're sick. And I, I remember I had to change his name in my phone. I changed his name to drugs talking because I wanted to detach the person that I fell in love with, the person that I, you know, that I thought was going to be the love of my life and in my life forever. I knew that he no longer was in there and that I knew that he was manipulating and, and, um, and then when all those hurtful things that he was saying to me as well, I needed to remember it was drugs talking. And so I changed his name in my phone. So this perspective of remembering they're sick, they are sick is just really, really important. And, and another way you can look at it that they, if someone had a cold or a flu, so think of it this way, right? The same way when someone is sick with a cold or a flu is the same way that we can treat addiction or treat the addicted loved one in our life, right? It goes like this. So, and I got this from a post in uh, one of the support groups too. Someone was sharing. It's like, it's like a cold or a flu, right? If someone has COVID or a cold flu, um, um, you can basically say this, you're sick right now. I don't want to catch it. So I'm going to stay away because once I go near you, I become sick too. So let's think about that. So it's almost like if they have a cold, they're sick, right? A flu, we kind of stay away because we don't want to catch it. It's like what happens is we get pulled into the muck so easily. We get sucked into and taken down by addiction. So common, so common, so common. Please don't feel like you have a fault because of that. We do it because we love them. We do it because we love them. And so we get sucked in and taken down. So think of it almost like they have an illness, right? And we don't want to necessarily catch it. Now, I'm not saying you're going to stay or go. You're going to just set boundaries. You're going to put yourself first. You're going to look after your well-being. You're going to take your supplements to keep yourself healthy and do what you need to do to keep yourself well. And so Nobody else is going to prioritize your well-being. It's up to you. It's up to you. And so here's my invitation to you. My invitation is for you to not take on the burden. Don't take that burden. Addiction is not your burden to carry. And I invite you to release that pressure, you know, that's playing out in your life. I invite you so that you can, you know, just release the pressure that you're putting on yourself around loving or losing someone to addiction or having addiction in your life. I invite you to consider basically how you can free yourself with this, how you can free yourself from the trauma, the upset, the burden, the pressure because you know what if you're feeling like enough is enough or you just can't do this anymore I really do invite you to consider like now is the time to free yourself from this trauma to free yourself from the upset and the burden that comes from loving or losing someone to addiction right we need to safeguard our mental health our mental well-being and that's what this is all about that's what putting yourself first is all about, right? And prioritizing your well-being, right? So what ways of being 
and what ways of feeling for you are reaching their expiry date. I always say it's like, okay, I'm done with this. It's like, this has reached an expiry date. Like I no longer can do this any longer. And I got to that point numerous times. And I have to say though, the boundary got crossed and he came back and, you know, and we were trying it out again or like, let's work with this. I can work with you, you know, let's get you back. Or, or I was fearful that he would hurt himself or like overdose on his own if I wasn't around. And so it's really important. It's like, well, what ways of being or what feelings do you have that are reaching an expiry date for you, right? So I invite you to name them and then claim them because they're holding power over you right now. So the second we can do that is just stop and think, okay, I'm actually done with this. Or maybe you're listening to this uh, podcast or this post and you're thinking, you know what? Enough is enough. I am no longer going to take on this burden that isn't mine. I'm done with it. Like maybe you're like, just like at that point, or maybe you're like, okay, you're right. I'm taking on so much of this burden on my own. I need to start putting myself first. I need to slowly start acknowledging that I'm struggling here and acknowledge it head on and then prioritize your well-being. And I promise you amazing things can happen, right? So I invite you to soften into this vulnerability, to soften into receiving and calling in support, reaching out to people here. I invite you to unbind and disentangle yourself from the responsibilities that, you know what, are no longer aligned with who you desire to be, um, how you desire to feel. Disentangle yourself from the addiction. That is so essential and key, right? I also though, and I've done this, I invite you to carry the lessons forward. So make sure you learn. I kept my whole entire journal to remember all the SHIT that I put up with. So I remember that and so that I can process that pain so that I can look at that. And if he ever were to come back, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like I could show him and basically like, this is, this is the chaos that I went through and the pain that you caused me because of your addiction. And so learning the lessons, finding the growth here and the gifts, and then also if you want to delve in deeper, I invite you to join me in the SYK and Positive Psychology Resilience Program. If you want to dig in deeper, if you've done the Me First Challenge and you want to prioritize your well-being even more and you want to just get you back and, and feel, you know, like you're cherishing yourself and you're, you're supporting yourself and you're loving on yourself, I invite you to join us. It's I'm it's an eight-week program. It's starting in October. I'm going to run them every quarter. And what I do is I just am taking all my positive psychology training and my resilience training, and I actually made it into an eight-week, eight-module course. You're going to be with me in a small group coaching session. So we will meet each other every single week in small group coaching. It's international. So I have many time zones that will accommodate everybody. And we're going to focus on prioritizing you and your well-being so you can get your life back, so you can feel great just being you, so you can tap into looking after yourself again and prioritizing your, your well-being. So 
You can lay out all your worries, your regrets, your shame, your guilt, or anything that comes along, even that burden, right? Everyone that is in this group, and I'm so excited, it's halfway full. So if everyone that's in this group is, we're just going to be here for support. We're going to meet each other um, and we're just going to support each other. And we're going to work through all those things so that we can prioritize your well-being. Plus, I suck all the positive psychology, intentional behaviors, and resiliency training that can help you bounce back better. So it helps you struggle well, whether you're with the addict or not, or you're a parent of an addict or it's a brother or sister or whoever it is, best friend. This program is not about them. It's not about how to fix them, how to you know make them better. It's not about the addicted loved one at all. It's all about you, prioritizing you, And that's what today is all about. I invite you to take your life back. I invite you, no matter what it looks like, if you're joining us in the SYCAM Positive Psychology Resilience course, amazing. And by the way, it's so accessible. It's inexpensive. And I designed it that way because I am, this is my mission now. I I turn pain into purpose and I want to help you get you back. And this is one way. But today too, I hope you make the declaration that you know what? This isn't my burden to carry. And you know what? I'm tired of secondhand struggle and secondhand responsibility and and then just taking that lens and shining it back on you. So that is my hope for you. That is what I hope you take away from today's episode or if you're watching it live in in our Facebook group um, because or even just going out and purchasing my book because my whole book is all about taking back your power, saving me. You can see it on the cover. It's all about taking back yourself, your life, your, you know, your, your self-worth, what you value, what's the meaning in your life. It's all about turning the lens off of your addicted loved one and back onto you. And uh, that is what this is all about. So that's it for today. I hope you got a lot out of today's session. I'm sending you loads of love and hugs. And I hope that you can join us in one of our SYKM Wellbeing Huddles. They are every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's just where we lift each other up. We come together as community and we join and support each other so we don't feel alone in this. So again, sending love and hugs and I will see you soon. Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.